Hi Anand, I am Arya, 14 in the 9th standard. I am a reader. In between the worlds of PCMB, English and of course cricket, I devour around 100 books in a year, give or take. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is my current favourite. I am excited to talk to someone who has the same favourite. And I apologise for the inconvenience. First of all, thank you Arya for having me for this talk. And it is really good to have a reading habit. And if you can sustain it throughout your lifetime, that would be the best thing. And it is always best to begin at an early age as you are doing it right now. Uh, well, by the way, 100 books a year is way too arduous goal for an average reader, especially at your age. So I would first like to congratulate you for achieving such a fate. Uh, coming to your book choice, Hitchhiker Guys to Galaxy Edge, DG is actually one of my favorite books. And I, I think it's way ahead of its time, even if you even if you talk about 2022. I, very rarely you find such an apt combination where you have this perfect mixture of humor, tragedy, and you know, sort of like the future outlook all stitched together in a perfect story. And I really actually developed my love of science fiction because the first science fiction book I read was Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. And I was dumbfounded when I stumbled upon my next choice, which was the Foundation series by Azek Asimov. I think that that actually takes science fiction to a very whole new different level. I mean, this guy, uh, Harry Seldon, the main character, has already got an outlook for 30,000 years for humanity and how to save humanity by, you know, repositioning few humans outside the empire. And, you know, it's, it's fantastic read. And some of the things that Isaac Asimov has actually shared are, I would say, even way ahead of its time. Uh, him being physicist actually helped this book to have that kind of depth in terms of, you know, having that depth in science. Uh, but if you actually look at, uh, science fiction is a very rare genre, right? And you tend to find a very select limited set of readers which are into it. And everyone has their own set of, uh, sort of say, classification within the science fiction category. You know, it could be space, it could be a robot, it could be time. A lot of, lot of different subcategories emerging out uh, in science fiction category itself. In the future, if we have one, will we... Have readers, Anand? Uh, but those who get into science fiction, they carry a very different perspective of the world uh, as compared to the rest of the folks. In fact, Douglas Adams, in one of his interviews, actually quoted that they do say that real life is a crutch to those who can't handle science fiction, right? So, yeah. So, and now if I, if I actually come to your question, uh, will we have readers, right? Well, that's a tough one to answer. Especially if I look at what's going around the world, right? I mean, nowadays there are gazillion ways to entertain yourself. You can start from Netflix, social networking, e-commerce shopping, YouTube, and you know, whatnot. In the old days, I would say pre-internet era, even 90s, 80s, or before that also, it used to be a very simple pleasure of holding a book. You know, reasons ranging from an intellectual comfort, craving for knowledge, or even an intense curiosity to read a story, or at times just to smell the texture, just to smell the book, or just to feel that texture of the book. Right? Those, those, those were those were real charms associated with holding a book. Nowadays, everything is online. Uh, you know, every information is available available online. People tend to prefer uh, a Netflix series or a movie rather than reading a book uh, for the same particular topic. So, I think world is changing. 
and i remember my childhood when you know there was a time when i actually asked my father to get me lewis uh, carroll's alice in wonderland because i had read the small story of the original book you know it was one of our english reading sessions in the class and i think there was one tea party session of alice uh, which was happening and got really curious about the book and i asked my father to find it out and it took a lot of time for him to get the book but i was so excited and when i got hold of the book i i mean that excitement is was at a very different level because those were the days when accessibility was also a concern right so we don't have that right now i think we have a lot of avenues around us but i believe it continues like that then no we won't have as many readers as a percentage of population as we used to in the past in fact according to a statistics a us statistics says that average pers- books read by a person have fallen by more than 20% in the last 30 years that surely is not a good sign but you know what having said that i believe in one thing arya even though in future we might not have many readers but the future will be designed by those who are readers internationally students are rated on pisa scores india has also opted in from 2021 this marks on maths sciences no surprises there and now the surprise it also marks on reading when i try to relate it to the world around me it seems that reading can just be a hobby right nothing more it definitely has not been able to sit at the same table as maths and science or can it to this question which is about related to uh, paisa scores and uh, you know you question about whether reading can just be a hobby and nothing more you know i don't completely agree with the notion of labeling reading as just a hobby of course reading is a default item in the hobby list for most of us right if you you know get to get to talk to somebody and you tell them you know you ask them that you know what is your hobby i think it will be like reading writing poetry travel i think these are something which are like i think hard coded hobbies they just say it because they want to say something right so it's like a end of the discussion sort of thing but yeah i think most of the most of these people don't they will they don't exercise this hobby in depth right and what what do you actually mean uh, what a hobby is right hobby is something that you do in your leisure time for relaxation relaxation right and that's a pursuit that has got no correlation to one's profession be it a student or even a working professional you know whatever you do in your life be it your regular curriculum studies or you work in your office you have to read how can you not even if it is a textbook for your studies or a memo at the office or perhaps a business book that's important for your success right you have to read it now if you are categorizing reading in two types one is for leisure and the other for work then your question is valid and you know for different people leisure reading can be of for a for a different uh, genre itself right so for example i don't treat fiction as a leisure activity or a hobby you know for i have seen myself learning a lot from even fiction book starting from say alchemist fountainhead foundation even mythology legends like the immortal of meluha and you know meluha series by amish tripathi i strongly believe that a human being craves stories and in the past the elders and the wiser ones would often tell old stories of wisdom that would actually help the people to grow as a better human being so i i somewhere try I, i would like to take a very different stand 
when it comes for, for you know comes on labeling reading as just a hobby and it can't sit on the same table as maths and science i think it is equally essential and even it even if you want to grasp maths and science in depth you definitely need a good reading skill and that 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 has to be a basics of everything right now as far as paisa is concerned i think india did participate once in 2009 and i think they scored uh, you know it was not a pretty story i think they scored something like 72 and 73 ranks and they are total 74 and that poses a lot of questions in terms of our curriculum and you know whether we are doing something wrong out there i mean after all you know paisa test it's not only about reading but you know even maths and science is part of it and traditionally indians are known to be good in maths and science now sadly i think india did not participate in 2022 and for reasons you know i don't know about the details of that but the bigger question that we have to ask is that is that is that we are trying to are we trying to say that indians are not good in reading and they are good in maths and science and if you're trying to sort of uh, find that correlation out of the paisa score so i won't agree on that because paisa is like mix of everything and of course india might have scored lower in reading and you know some very respectable scores in maths and science but i think it, when it comes to exhibiting um, skill such as reading comprehension or writing skill or a language skill anything related to uh, interpretation of a particular story a fact or a narrative there is an element of a creative infusion that is involved right i mean you need to be a little bit more creative in organizing your thoughts and organizing the facts and information in a very systematic way and that comes from a very research oriented mindset a mindset that is well cultivated uh, you know sort of like it, it is somewhere part of dna and dna evolves with time right you know americans were not as systematic organized as they were when they would have started their civilization same can be true for many other countries and many other regions right India for a very long period of time had a huge struggle you know in if you even look at the history of our country for more than 400 500 years right we have been ruled uh, mostly by rulers from the west and uh, you know what not and we never been pretty much organized or systematic in our way of thinking most of us were you know most of our ancestors their bigger issues were survival and uh, struggle for independence right only after 1947 we started to sort of take took control on our hands and you know we had to try to rebuild an entire country it took many years to come to a sort of like a sustainable economical state of the country where you can now think about the next level which is can we be more research focused can we be more specifically you know systematic can we create some wonders which can be used by the entire world right so we are already way behind the curve when it comes to these kind of development because the west has that luxurious advantage for not struggling for as long as our country had right and there is this my point of view and i won't say that is true or false but it's an opinion that you know i have formed uh, based on my readings my assessment my interaction with people so i will not i will not judge our country that we don't have uh, we 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 don't have 
people who are good in reading skills or we don't have that reading comprehension ability or our students are lacking in that i think our students are fantastic there have been phenomenal success coming from indian students in past not only in terms of just clearing the examinations which are regular examinations conducted by indian government uh, you know entrance examinations like medical engineering commerce etc but also when you look at the entire world and you look at the leaders of the world i think indians are occupying significant positions all across the world right you can talk about the ceos of the companies like microsoft google and you know now even the british prime minister rishi sunak right so so i i i i believe we are getting there and reading will play a very very important role i am really looking forward for the another pfizer test and i hope because i have seen a lot of development in education curriculum by indian in fact the national education policy itself it's fantastic i think once it is rolled out it will give a huge impetus to indian students to shine in the global scenario and i'm pretty confident that the next pfizer score will definitely reflect an improvement and even in reading maths and science we are going to get a significant jump corona changed a lot of things in the way we used to live with people still stuck in their homes they found time to discover reading and some discovered writing like yourself please tell us about your rise to a writer and about your book yeah i think uh, yeah many people were stuck in their homes during corona right and the covid lockdown was uh, you know it was a very troubling time so i actually took this uh, as a sort of like a i would say a goal that i need to complete a book in this covid lockdown and i always wanted to be a writer ever since i was a child i wanted to be a writer right so uh, my entire premise was that i wanted to write a very serious book in a fiction category i was not very fa- I-, i was not an avid fan of writing short stories i mean i did write when i was a you know student back in uh, 90s and early 2000 uh, but you know it was it was more mainly for academic purpose however i wanted to actually explore a very very serious topic and present a story to the entire world which talks about future which talks about impact of uh, space or science and scientific innovations uh, for the future and you know how would world appear like in 2030 and what are the sort of things that could happen and what are the sort of things that are good for humanity and what are the sort of things that we should definitely watch out for i mean science is a good thing right but you know if you abuse science it is definitely not a good thing so i wanted to write a, a story based on that and you know the extension level event was a concept that i really loved i've been watching a lot of movies about extension level events and i also read a couple of books about that Uh, foundation itself is a very great example and i wanted to actually explore this topic a little bit further so i started you know reading about it i started reading articles from nasa i started reading articles from isro i started actually exploring what nasa and isro are and then i you know i just started to explore all the agencies in the world which are working in the space innovations and then i thought of start you know imagine that you know what sort of agencies and what sort of organizations could exist in future right uh, once we have already developed the space technologies to an extent that we are very near to you know transporting humans out of the planet 
you know what are those agencies across different countries at a global level that will operate so i wanted to write a story about that and also add a little bit of drama and a little bit of say politics and little bit of tragedy and little bit of love and all that aspect in a story and then present it to a world uh, but i always wanted to attach a deeper meaning to it so that was a motivation and this is my book or known as reboot uh, the reboot nebula chronicles which is basically based of 2031 when basically human beings have started exploring the possibility of life beyond earth and they are working on scientific technological advancements which can actually help transport humans beyond earth and you know while they are doing it uh, you know sudden surprise is thrown out to them that you know possibly earth is about to be destroyed and what are the people going to do about it and what are those agencies how how would the world leaders react to it what are the initiatives some top agencies will have to prevent it and you know what are those kind of implications of such a news at a global level so it is a mixture of that and there are some key characters based out of couple of places that i have chosen new delhi bangalore belgrade in serbia london in uk and also again washington dc in us so it's a it's a sort of like a global plot which revolves around uh, various agencies uh, government governments governments as well as a lot of characters across different countries and everything is tied together to a possible extinction level even that earth is about to be destroyed and all these people are you know doing their part to prevent how can we recreate an environment which will help in the propagation of reading among children well uh, that is a good question how do we re- recreate an environment now which can help to uh, for, uh, create that curiosity of reading among children i think uh, first of all i would like to definitely congratulate uh, book bipoli it's a great initiative it's a great idea that is actually promoting that curiosity among readers early readers children who can you know you just you you just giving them a platform that you know you can children can their voice can be heard and they can be represented at a at a scale where you know many listeners are able to hear their views they they are able to talk to a lot of authors i think it's a great platform and i i i've been tuning to the podcast and it's the quality is is really good so i would like to congratulate big bubbly i think this initiative is needed and I, i think more and more people should come up with such initiatives uh other thing that can be done is that parents should become more active towards cultivating a reading habit among children they should definitely not just delegate it to their uh, teachers that they will automatically do it because it is part of the school curriculum but they should themselves get interested into it and they should themselves talk to their you know their children about what they are reading what are their interest area and they themselves should research about what books are good for them and they should even read them along with children i think these are the things that we have to do and i really believe parents and teachers have a great role to play uh, in cultivating this habit so the fiction part comes naturally to children until it is cured out of them by the world the science in the science fiction needs some footing at what age do you recommend that it should be introduced to a reader 
well i don't think there is a specific age to introduce the science in the science fiction right i mean you can always introduce basics of science at an early age even as early as say 7 to 8 years right uh, even earlier if if it depends on the concept right some some very very prelim concepts or uh, gravity that can be introduced in the books right and uh, then you can actually go to uh, other science fiction concept like magnetism electricity as as you know the age group from from the age group 8 to 10 they they, they are well versed with these terms they know what an electricity is but they know what a magnetism is so they would be able to correlate a topic that talks about electromagnetic pulses and all that thing so i think there will be a lot of topics in science that are really really interesting and there's an age to introduce each and every topic so of course i would not introduce a phase sort of like a a relativity kind of a concept right the theory of special relativity to a student who is basically 8 to 9 year old because they will not understand it so that particular genre that particular sorry book would be relevant for people or you know students of say 14 13 years age group so it really depends upon the topic uh, the science topic that you are actually introducing as an author and i think an author should be able to sort of provide that categorization in their books only 5% of the books in India are non-academic. We need far more than that to develop our children. What will be your recommendations, Anand? You know, I totally agree that you know most of the books are uh, academic and only 5% are non-academic. We need far more than that. I think we should definitely have a non-academic say uh, split into two, say a fiction sort of genre as well as a uh, non-fiction sort of non-academic genre. and uh, my recommendation uh, for fiction would be uh, so i'm a science fiction writer so definitely would be biased on that but even you know even books like you know, harry potter series uh, lord of the rings especially lord of the rings by jrr tolkien because the book has real depth into introduction of the entire environment characters uh, hook of the story uh, is really amazing and the work done by jrr tolkien is paramount of that i think it also has great great sort of like a vocabulary bank that uh, children can get exposed to and you know they know how to actually hold on to a plot and you know i believe that if you are able to finish lord of the rings you can finish any other book right so harry potter is very interesting and intriguing so it, you can just carry along with that a wrinkle in the time is a good book um, there is also a movie about that uh foundation series by isaac asimov i'm again repeating that again and again it's one of the best science fiction series that anybody can read uh again hitchhiker guide to galaxy that you mentioned right so these are sort of the books that i i, I really believe are a good addition uh you know biographies uh there is the genre the genre which is sort of like i put like non fiction slash biography genre and some of the interesting biographies are like you know st- story of my experiment by uh, with truth right Mahatma Gandhi's autobiography. It is a very amazing read. I've read it, I think, more than two or three times. I really love it. And then it all depends upon you know if you're a fan of Albert Einstein, you read a biography of Albert Einstein. If you want to read Steve Jobs' autobiography, go ahead. Pick it. Pick up Walter Isaacson's book, and even Isaac Newton. You know you can find all that uh, about autobiography. So yeah, that's that would be my recommendation. And uh, then again some. some parents also advocate uh, that their children should also read self help books right 
because these days there's a lot of stress in poor children in terms of you know pursuing higher goals and getting higher scores and you know being sort of like brilliant at even an early age of 8 to 10 i think it it is really important for children to have sort of like emotional intelligence as well as also a positive outlook towards life and books like the secret by ronda bryant they really help right so and it depends upon what kind of what kind of personality you have what sort of output that you want to have from your reading are you looking out for a very positive motivational outcome that you know i am really feeling stressed and i really need to get some motivation these are my problems what is the right book for me should i look for something which talks about law of attraction so that i am really hopeful about the entire world and i really hopeful about a future should i really actually look at uh, say maybe health right i i don't see my habits are really good can i cultivate some good healthy eating habits or exercise habits should i read about spirituality should i read about yoga you know it it depends upon what is the sort of state of mind or sort of like habits of children so yeah thanks anand it was a far sighted discourse so we would have a future the future will be better off with more readers The children of the future will need books to succeed. But the reading habits of the next generations will be severely threatened by the onslaught of new media. I cannot say that that is a good thing after all. We, parents, teachers, children, the schools and the institutions will need to work to deny this impending reality. And I hope we get through it and I hope that Book Bully helps some readers get through it. So, happy reading. Happy reading.